Welcome to Exploring Possibility. I'm your host, Christopher Giel, and with this show, my mission is to empower you. I want to inspire those who have forgotten their true worth, their highest potential, and their ultimate capability. I'll be exploring topics that are aimed towards personal growth to help you gain insight and approach life with new perspectives. I want you to increase your impact and help you live a more fulfilling life because limited thinking equals limited being. Let the show begin. Hi guys, welcome to Exploring Possibility. This is episode number 34. So for those tuning in for the first time today, I would just like to give you guys a warm welcome and to those who have been with me for the past few months. Guys, I just love you for just tuning in today and learning again. I know that those of you who are listening in today, you are the type of people who want to grow, you want to learn, you want to expand your potential, you want to grow your mindset, you just want to become a better version of yourself. For today's episode, I've got some Piwe Petros on the show. He's such an authentic dude. He's a co-founder of the SBK Leadership Academy. He's also a radio personality, a TV presenter, a speaker, and also a teacher. And uh, the purpose of, of his academy is to develop servant leaders that meet the needs of the community around them. And that's quite a, it's got like a special ring to it. Like they are doing such great work. They're doing work that matters. They're doing work that are really changing the, the future generation and shaping the leaders that are becoming in the next few coming years. So I think the work that these guys are doing are especially needed in today's times. So yeah, the SBK's young leaders, I think, are being cultivated to being the solution to how we would say like tomorrow's problems. As you can imagine, we spoke about leadership as one of the main topics. We also dove into how you can get unplugged and in charge, basically just saying that you need to take charge of your own life, you know, take responsibility and how you can approach that, how you can unplug from, from life, from people's opinions, from all the things are tri- that are trying to steal your attention. And we also just spoke a little bit around foresight and how you can use that in leadership. So if any of that resonates with you, if you are thinking of how you can lead in your own community or just in your own home or perhaps in your business, this you're going to love this episode. You're going to love Simpiwe and his attitude and his way of how he, how he speaks about leadership and how or which types of principles they use in their leadership academy. Like I said, very genuine, authentic guy. I loved chatting to him. I hope that you guys also enjoy this episode as much as I did. So have a listen and let me know what you think. Also, just as you go throughout this episode, think about how you perhaps are leading in your own lives and also if you are living a unplugged and in-charge life. If not, how can you do that? Keep those two points in mind as you go throughout this episode and I'll see you guys at the end. Enjoy. Hi there, guys, and welcome to Exploring Possibility. And in today's episode, I wanted to move some of our conversation and topics to the idea of leadership, uh, especially leadership in South Africa at the moment. And then also you can just relate that with wherever you're listening in today. Second idea that I want to touch on today is a little bit about authenticity, what it means and how we can sort of use that in our own lives, how we can find it, how we can 
work on that trait as human beings. And for today's episode, I've got some Piwe Petros. So some Piwe, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me, Christopher. Awesome, man. So as with all my other episodes, I tend to give a little bit of intro onto who the people are and where they come from and what they've done and all those sorts of things. But I'm sure we don't have any idea of who you are. So tell us a little bit more about who some Piwe is. <laughs> okay, cool. No problem. So um, at the current moment, I'm Simpiwe, the entrepreneur. Uh, I started a leadership academy called the SPK Leadership Academy, which is focused on equipping the leaders of tomorrow to become the best versions of themselves. So what we focus on is equipping them with the skills um, and the belief um, with um, regard to whatever they're facing to be able to overcome those um, and all of that. Um, and where this all came from was... Um, I started this business with a friend of mine from high school. We were having a discussion of things that we wish we had learned or we wish we had been taught rather um, in high school and primary school. And we decided, okay, you know what? Nobody's doing this. So let's develop an academy that focuses on developing uh, content that equips young people with the essential skills they need to be uh, the leaders of tomorrow. Um, I'm also a school teacher. I'm about to actually start teaching at Pretoria Boys High after this lockdown, uh, which is going to be an interesting <laughs> thing uh, whenever that happens. Um, but I've been on a journey over the past few years of trying to discover myself, right? So I finished my industrial and systems engineering degree. Um, and after finishing my degree, I just felt like um, I want to use this degree for more than myself or more than my own gain. Um, and that's when I started going to speak into schools and being drawn to speak into schools. Uh, and I think that was around 2014. Um, and the matric pass rate or the bachelor pass rate in 2014 um, for, was about 22%. And that bothered me quite some bit because that's the real pass rate for me. I see the matric pass rate and I see everybody passing, but um, a, a student's access to education is dependent on their access to university. Um, and that was around 22%. So I just started speaking in schools. Um, that's when I also started getting into radio. So I was in radio for a bit, for a couple of years. I was on Cliff Central. Um, and yeah, doing a, a few TV gigs here and there. And really just trying to express myself, discover who I am in the passions that I have. But also the main thing behind that was trying to inspire people to believe in their dreams and actually make their dreams become a reality. So my journey has come full circle from starting to speak into schools to now teaching in schools and really um, having a leadership academy in multiple schools, um, which, was which was the original purpose, uh, which is an exciting thing. I hope that explains who I am. No, it definitely does. Um, it gives us more insight into what you've done and sort of just like, I like, like, I like, I love touching on, on why people do stuff. Like, why did you... Yeah decide to take this journey of this new leadership academy like what triggered that I, i'm always fascinated with, with the why like what's the purpose behind all these things because like purpose drives all of this you know and i'm very fascinated by why people do stuff yeah. so that definitely gives us a little bit of insight into into that and i can i can like fully resonate with all of with, with all of the things that you said in the sense that i'm also like on this journey of taking what I have and trying to give it to others, you know, trying to make a bigger impact so that yeah. others can experience this as well, especially in the, in the area of becoming a better version of yourself, having that belief, having that as a starting point and sort of like growing from there. So you at least 
have the foundations ready as you move out into this world and you start exploring things. So definitely re relate with all of that. I'm just curious, like which uh, skills are you currently teaching in your leadership uh, academy? Like what is the, what is the biggest things that's going around that, that you see that the kids really love or need or that you guys enjoy teaching mm. at this, at this point? Okay. I'll, I'll explain some of the topics just now, but I think I want to explain the why first because that's, yeah. that's a very important uh, catalyst. So the why behind it was just the frustration um, with what leadership was defined in South Africa specifically. Um, I remember my friend, who's my business partner, Thomas, um, had a frustration with the, the cabinet reshuffle at the time um, and how leaders were taken out and new leaders were put in and there was no accountability or explanation for why that was happening. I think another, another frustration I had was that um, obviously, we live in the in the times of the influencers, right? In this influencer culture, and I was really exposed to the entertainment industry. A lot of people look to entertainers as leaders, but leaders leadership is not about a position or title, and that's what was frustrating me. Because what you see on social media is, I'm this person, I'm in this position. Look at me, um, and leadership was being mainly focused on a popularity contest rather than a focus on influence. And there is a difference between the two, and I'll elaborate a bit, a bit in a moment or so about the difference. Sure. But I, I, wanted, I wanted to mainly focus on um, redefining the narrative of what it means to be a leader in South Africa in this time, and not just in South Africa, but in Africa and the mm -hmm. rest of the world. Because, um, because the whole premise of leadership is not to develop followers, um, but to develop other leaders. And that's, that, was, that was our driving force. Because nobody is really intentional in developing um, a stable or um, consistent program that focuses on developing uh, a, a young leader from the beginning and watching and tracking their progress up until the end. We see a lot of leadership in the interventions where the, you go for a leadership camp or a workshop, but that's a one-time one engagement. But, and the difference with our academy is that we've had learners that started off in grade five and now they're in grade seven. And to see their growth and progression over the years has been absolutely amazing. One of our core pillars is relationship. And relationship is mainly focused on mentorship and guidance. Because some of these learners come with difficult questions that they can't ask their parents or their teachers. Mm. And we try our best to give our own perspective based on our personal experiences um, on how to overcome that. So it's literally basically focused on establishing a new culture around what leadership is all about and making sure that these learners take ownership of that and not just learn the skills, but actually practically implement the skills in their day-to-day -day living. And that's what our focus is, is that we, we have the definition, they talk about it. So for example, if you're talking about servant leadership, which is our core uh, and foundational uh, topic and what we introduce them to, we, we get their definition first, right? Because it's inquiry-based learning. That's our, mm. that's our focus. We get their definition. We give them the dictionary definition, and then we also provide them with an SPK uh, definition. Um, and then from those definitions, in the weeks that follow, we have scenarios, we have practical engagement activities where they practically have to take what they've learned and understood and implement that into a scenario um, so that they can get an understanding of how to implement it in their day-to-day -day lives. So these scenarios are relevant to them at their age um, and whatever they are facing. Um, so yeah, 
back onto the popularity and influence thing, which is one of the, the, the major driving forces, is that um, the difference between popularity and influence is that popular, popularity rather commands attention, right? It says, look at me. But influence always inspires action in somebody else. So we're trying to develop young people that influence each other to become better or become the best versions of themselves. And the only way they can do that is first understanding how to lead themselves and then understanding how to lead a group of people and then ultimately being empowered to lead a community, um, for example. So some of those themes, especially in the first year, are really, like I said, our servant leadership. We then move on to things like self-esteem, where they get to understand where their self-esteem is at at the moment practically. Um, and we don't, if a learner has a bad self-esteem, we, we, we discuss, okay, this is where your self-esteem is at, but how do we improve it? But I think one of the most powerful themes, especially in the first year, is that of relationships. Um, so the type of friends you should have, um, how's your relationship with your parents and the rest of your family, um, and all of that, because I think that's very important, especially as a young leader who you surround yourself with. Because um, nobody really talks about the type of friends you should have. And we've had certain situations where friends talk up, where, they, where young, our young leaders talk about, so what if my friend's do, friend does this to me or does that to me? How, how should I handle that situation? Um, and we've had those tough conversations where we say, you know, the, the core thing about friendship is understanding what values are central to you when it comes to friendship. And what values do you feel that you bring to any friendship, right? And if anybody's violating those core values when it comes to friendships and relationships, then you're going to have to cut them off. That's all that it is. And it sounds like a scary thing when you're talking to a grade five or a grade six about that, but they get to discover the value behind that because in sacrificing and letting go of somebody that doesn't add value into your life, you create space for somebody that will truly add value in your life. Um, so it's quite interesting to see the development because these are chats that I, I have with friends of mine that I only discovered a couple of years ago. And these kids are having those revelations and understanding at, I mean, 11, 12 years old. That is quite profound. There's so many things that you mentioned within this, uh, this why of yours, which is fascinating, firstly. And I'm happy that you shared the why because it gives us a little bit of like background on once again, why that is there and how you mm. then move forward from that why. And then like some of the key points that you mentioned here, so fascinating how you, how you mm. split influence. You know, you can either be the influencer that, that like, sort of like commands the attention that wants to be seen instead of the, the influencer that goes out and inspires others to do yeah. better, to be them, you know, become the best version of themselves and not be the leader that just wants the attention that wants to be put on the pedestal. So I think that that insight alone for leaders is like a massive one to sort of like grasp and also just live, you know, to practice that idea. The second thing was the fact that, okay, so you mentioned developing other leaders, which I quite like because I, I listened to uh, this audio tape by Neil Donald Walsh. And he, he's, he's got this book or, this, or these audio books, which is uh, basically the Conversations with God series. And in it, it basically says that the best teachers out there are actually the teachers that, that creates many other teachers in the world. So like those are the best teachers, not the teachers with the best or the most amount of students, but rather the teachers who make or create the most amounts of teachers. And that sort of idea now resonates and, and intertwines directly with what you mentioned here with the, the leaders that are creating other leaders and this ripple effect 
can just be so profound on, on like humanity. I mean, imagine that impact if every leader had to go out and impact others to also like eventually become a leader in their own community and their own tribes and their own groups, their own families. That would be amazing. Like that ripple effect. I'm just so happy to see that you guys are working on that as well. Um, and then I mentioned, so like, uh, within, within the leadership Academy, which skills are you working on? Like what is the big focus? And one of the big things is it's not about position and also, uh, the relationships, which I've, People don't get this, like how big this is, because in primary school, I also didn't have the best friends that you could ask for, right? So I didn't think about relationships in the sense that it can add value to your life or take away. It was just a friend. That's that's what it was. But having this sort of like perspective on it, it just it can it can create such a different life for you, even starting at that young age, building great foundations to know what your values are and seeing who fits within that values, like who's contributing to that or who's sort of like degrading that, who's breaking it down, who's destructive in that sense. So once again, man, once again, I just want to say congrats on this Leadership Academy. I think it's, it's such a great project that you guys are doing and I hope that it grows and that you guys keep extending. You've answered some of my questions that I had for you, like how, you know, should we, how should we, as humanity be developing <laughs> leaders. And at the end of the day, that's just your perspective, but I'd love to get yeah, that. Yeah. But I think you mentioned so many of that. I don't know if you want to add on to that question of how you think we should develop them because you mentioned that you got to be focused on relationships and you got to think about how you influence others, not how you only command attention. So it's not about position. Do you want to add anything on top of that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd love to add on to that. Um, so now you understand why I'm a teacher now, because I moved from TV and radio to going to teaching, because it's, it's a pure focus on developing other people. So mm. I think a core thing of developing humanity is really thinking beyond yourself. So literally being selfless um, and lowering yourself in such a position where you can take people up with you. And that's the core principle of servant leadership. Um, instead of focusing on instructing people on what they should do, demonstrate it and take them on a journey with you. Um, and I think it's, it's a thing of really looking beyond yourself and seeing how you can help somebody. It doesn't have to be a million people. It could literally be one or two people. Lives could literally change the lives of millions of people because you don't know where that, that child will go. Um, so my, my biggest thing is always being very intentional to see how I can help this person get to the next level and taking it one person at a time. It doesn't have to be a community. It doesn't have to be a classroom, but really focusing on the one and looking beyond yourself and not trying to gain for yourself, but really investing whatever you've experienced, whatever you've learned so that they can use your experiences as, as their foundation to get to the greatness they ultimately deserve to be at. Because the one thing that I realized about greatness is that it's not a, a journey that you can take by yourself. It's a journey we all have to take together. And my greatness is not, I don't own my greatness. Greatness is something that has to be shared and experienced. And if it's focused on the collective good, then the, we wouldn't face the problems that we, we face now, nowadays. I think the core problem with every, all, all the problems that we face is that everybody is trying to, to get something or get their slice of the pie when we should be very intentional to build up and multiply those pies. You get me? I totally get you, man. Uh, like the idea that comes to mind that I've been thinking about recently is becoming 
creators instead of consumers. So everyone's wanting to get, 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 but instead we're not focusing on how we can give, 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 you know? So that's, that sort of like resonates as you mentioned that for me, that stood out for me. And the idea of the yeah. servant leadership and selflessness, I think it's, it's a very beautiful uh, way of thinking, a way to serve the world and to come out into the world and to being able to make a, a long lasting impact. Now, the next thing that I'm wondering about is what about people that are perhaps sitting here and they, um, yeah. they might not be, so they're listening in today, but they might not be in leadership positions. They might just be like another coworker or they might just be, you know, the mom at the, in the household. Like, how do you feel should they act in terms of perhaps stepping up as a leader in the home? Can they, can, do you think they can do anything and perhaps just step up in, in the sense of being a role model or at least just being, you know, practicing what you preach sort of like vibe. Like, how do you feel like your general public people that aren't in leadership positions can sort of like still act out in the form of leadership? How can they still take something from leadership to make, to still make an impact? What I'm understanding from your question is that how can your regular average Joe um, be a leader, take what we're talking about and be a leader in their home, be a leader in their work environment or wherever they are. Um, and I think it goes, it boils down to, to what, what we said at the beginning, that leadership isn't necessarily about yourself, but really focusing on influencing somebody else or inspiring action in somebody else. And I think that all boils down, first of all, to setting the example. Um, so instead of speaking the whole time, really be the example. So it's all about integrity and focusing on um, living up to what you're saying because i mean integrity is focused on doing the right thing even when nobody's watching um it's not about it's not not doing something because people are watching you because it's really focusing on the fact that's who you are um to the core it's not a performance it's who you are it's really focused on your identity and setting an example based on your on who you are um and practically that means as a, a parent living up to what you're saying you know as a teacher, for example, setting a standard in a classroom and letting your actions live up to that standard. Um, as a coworker, always being there to help um, and go beyond your scope of work. It's just sharing. I mean, sharing of yourself, sharing of your experiences, and literally living up to to what to, to your words and to the standards that you you set as an individual. Um, so it's not about really speaking in front of hundreds or thousands of people but literally living up to who you are and standing on the foundation of integrity. So whether people are watching me or not, I'm the same. It's who I am. Awesome stuff, man. I'm, I think I can definitely take from that what I wanted to get from that. So I think you answered that quite well. And if we, like, if I now think about leadership and how it can apply to like the average Joe listening, um, like how they can be a leader in any setting. It's just to strip away the title. So yeah, it's just yeah. the word leadership and see what's underneath. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it means to be, you know, follow, just like work with integrity, do what you need to do. And then second of all, set an example. Exactly. And by that, you mean like, as you said, setting the standard and following through with that, like following on your words and following through with your actions. So I love that. And I think that beautifully takes us into the next part, how we sort of like transition to the next point, which is all about authenticity. And I think that is how I came across you as well Is I saw you, you speak on a TEDx yeah. stage and you spoke about being 
unplugged. So living a life that is unplugged and in charge. Yeah. And I just wanted to get like, what do you mean with that? So for those that perhaps didn't have the, or didn't see your talk and they don't have any context of what you said, like, what does it mean to live a life that is unplugged and in charge? So it's, it's, it's simple. Living a life that is unplugged from people's expectations, opinions of you, and letting that define you, um, and literally taking charge of your life and walking out who you believe you are. Um, so for me, for example, I walk out who, I, who God says I am, for example, because that's something that's very important. And not allowing society and society's opinions to define my identity, but really focusing on my core values and taking charge of that because we live in a, we live in times where a lot of things are influencing us like social media the internet everything is trying to distract us and influence us right so it's really removing yourself from that and really focusing okay who I, who am i first of all can i take charge of that okay now now that i know who i am can i inspire change in other people like first of all can i take who I am authentically and allow people to realize that you don't have to be like everybody else, but really you can look at yourself. What are you gifted with? What are your core values? The world needs that. So stop allowing the world to influence who you are. You've got something in this world that you can contribute and add value with. And that's all in you. God invested that in you. And then thirdly, how can I create the future with, with regards to that? Because a lot of people are focused on today's current circumstances or what happened in the past, but the future is not waiting for anybody. Like the future is coming, whether we are, are looking forward to it or focused on the past. And one of, one of the core leadership uh, principles that we teach within servant leadership is foresight, right? And seeing things before they actually happen. Um, and the great thing about having foresight is that you prepare for the future. And it, it equips you to get ahead and not allow what's currently happening in society to influence what will happen in the future, but really being the influencer and creating that future or redirecting on and developing that narrative. Because a lot of people are focused on what the narrative is saying right now and what the culture and the climate is saying right now. But we've got to shift to a stage where we ultimately influence that culture and equip people to become who they were always supposed to be. So that's what my TED talk was mainly focused on. Really removing yourself from what people are saying about you, removing yourself from what the culture or media or what's happening in today's times and really looking at yourself and looking at how you can add value because there's nobody else like you in the world, right? And there never will be somebody like you. So you're on earth for a purpose in 2020. What's that purpose? You've got to look inside. And then once you've looked inside and understood what that purpose is, then you've got to give it to the world because the world needs us. The world ultimately needs us. And the only way that we can give what we have is really taking charge of our lives. So guys, as you can hear, there's a, there's a passionate individual on the other side of this call. And he, as he's doing now the same as he did with the TEDx talk is he's bringing the real him to the show. He's bringing the real him to this conversation, which I love. And I love when people speak with passion and they sort of like know where they're going. They know what they want. They know who they are. I mean, it's inspiring. It's inspiring when you do those sorts of things. And I also believe that once you, once you do this, once you 
start to become integral to who you are, you align with your values and you work on those things that you mentioned, then you can eventually, you can actually leave a big mark on this yeah. world. Like you can leave a mark yeah. on history. And I think that is, that is one amazing thing that we can do. Yet, though we are saying this and we're conceptualizing it, people still might be fearful or they might not want to act or they might want to withdraw from this idea and say, you know, I, I still can't go after my dreams yeah. because I, if, I, if, I, if I think I'm this sort of person and I need to do that, then I can't, then I won't make enough money. So some way we need to pay for all our stuff, yeah. man. What, how can I, you know, go and serve the world in that way? I'm going to lose my money. So what, what is your typical sort of like response to, to, to people when they say that? I'm just curious because I get that so many times. People just want to think about the money. It's, it's a... It's a lopsided view of, of, of life, yeah. of how you can live a full life. It's all about money. Yeah. So what do you have to yeah. say to people like that? Okay, so I think that's, that's very valid, right? Because, I mean, obviously, you've got to eat, you've got to get by, and that's, that's, that's practical. Mm. But the one thing yeah. that I've learned about life is that you don't have to make a drastic move like quit your job or something. We've already done that. We've learned mm. from those experiences. Um, we've learned. <laughs> you don't necessarily need to do that. My advice is you just need to do one thing differently today. And from that one thing, you learn that I need to do another mm. thing. And it's literally a process of taking it step by step. So don't look at your dream as this massive thing that overwhelms you, but look at it as what's one thing that I can do today to, to take a step closer to my dream. You know there's one thing that you can do. You don't need to know the next five steps, what the next step is. And after you take that leap of faith, and then it will be a jump off the cliff. And then you learn to start, how, to start flying. You know, that's, that's how it is. Um, but the whole focus on money is that a lot of people think that money is the key that opens the gate to your purpose, right? But the one thing that I've learned about life, and I had this conversation with uh, DJ Spudo one time. He told me that, you know what? When you pursue money, you'll always be chasing it. But when you pursue purpose, money will also always be chasing after you. So money will always come when you pursue purpose. Um, I mean, the Bible says you're blessed to be a blessing, right? And the whole purpose of that blessing is that you receive blessing, whether that's financial or whatever. And that blessing is not for you to store up and hold on to, but you're actually supposed to funnel that blessing through to other people. And the more you are a blessing to other people, the more blessing will come upon your life. So you can't see yourself as a, as a reservoir that, or a dam that stores up all that blessing, but you've rather got to see yourself as a, a river that channels all that blessing. And the more blessing you channel through, the more blessing will come to you. So it's a shift in focus. And like we said earlier, it's a shift in focus on not focusing on myself, but focusing on other people. And how can I be a blessing to other people? And with that simple shift in perspective and focus, you'll realize that all your needs will always be met because you're adding so much value into other people's lives. And that's what it's all about. When you add value into people's lives, that value will be reciprocated and added back into your life. And it's not an easy thing because, I mean, you've got to establish yourself, right? And you've got to grow. Um, and practically for me, I mean, like I said, I'm running a business, right? A leadership academy. We're in about five schools now, right? But at the same time, I'm a school teacher. So I'm in the environment where I'm getting a salary, right? 
but that's the exact environment where my mm. business operates out of. So it makes perfect sense. So it's just finding alignment and purpose and finding what will bring the money in while you're trying to establish and grow this thing until you can do it full time. So it's not about looking at the end goal or big dream or destination, but really looking at what's my next step and how do I get closer to that? Because that's where I am. I'm in the process, getting there day by day and focusing on taking steps of faith towards that big dream. For those that want to break down overwhelm or uncertainty, I've also practically experienced this in my own life where I, I always took it too literally where you want to pursue this passion or this, 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 you feel this inner purpose coming yeah. through this call, this inner muse, wherever it comes mm. from. And then you're like, Whoa, I'm going to do that. I'm going to leave my job. I'm going to jump in, yeah. but you know, you're going to get yeah. burned. And the practical way of looking at this is exactly what some people are saying. So I did exactly the same thing. I'm still, I still also have a nine to five job, which is okay. Now it's flex hours, but I still have a nine to five. And then outside of that, I'm, I'm experimenting. I'm playing a little bit with the things that make me, what I'm curious about that excite me. And I just go and play in those areas a little bit. I go and explore. I do the things such as the podcast, such as the community behind the podcast, all of those things where I now am starting to explore and work more in those areas as I, as I make this transition out of my typical or my normal nine to five out of a business into a business as well, into something that I'm really passionate about and where I feel I can make a massive impact. Exactly, exactly how he said, like if you just take that, that, that first idea, that little idea that comes to mind and you just explore that idea. And then tomorrow you go and research a little bit about it. The day after that, you might get in contact with a few people about it. After that, you, you get into discussion about it. And then all of a sudden, these synchronicities start happening where one person will invite you to an event or suddenly your friend starts talking about this. So I can definitely also resonate with the, with taking that one little step. That's the starting point. And then uh, as you follow that string, it will just sort of like bundle and bundle and bundle up until you get this big ball of string, which is now your yeah. new, or your always have, have been purpose, which has always been there, but now you sort of exploring that in a much deeper way. I also got, I also got goosebumps when you mentioned uh, that if you, if you follow money, you will always be chasing that. But if you follow purpose, the money will be chasing you. That's quite a profound way of also just changing that belief around, right, I don't need to chase the actual money, the paper, but instead go and do what you yeah. need to do in this world and the money will flow to you. So that's a, I think that's a foundational shift for people to, to just take. And uh, there's another thing no, that I want to touch on, which you said during this talk, which hit me between the eyes. And it was, you said, you are not the product of your past, but instead you are the blueprint of your future. Now, for anyone yeah. that's hearing that for the first time, break it down a little bit of what it means. Like, because if you see that for the first time, you might not grasp it. Uh, or you might yeah. not, you might not respect the, uh, the profound idea or insight behind that little quote. So if you could just break that down for us, please. Yeah, I think it's it, uh, that that came to me at a stage in my life where I was really looking at my life and I felt like I was stuck and I was not sure where I was going or what I was going to do. And I think a lot of people can find themselves in they can find themselves in that, in that type of situation. 
and just looking at my life i could have focused on what's happened to what's happened to me in the past or how unfairly i was treated in certain situations i could have focused on being a victim allowing whatever happened to me to really define who i am and where i would be going um so the whole premise of you're not a product of your past is not allowing yourself to put to be the person that experienced all that and got there right now but really looking at yourself and saying well i'm in the present right now i'm not going to allow the past to influence me i'm going to focus on what i can do to create the future and in creating the future i've got to realize that there's certain things that i've got to do um i've got to draft a plan for my life i've got to really be the architect that creates and changes the future the future may be influenced by my past but i choose not to allow the past to influence my future i have the architect that literally changes the blueprint to create the future that i want i've got work to do yes but i've got to take responsibility for my future and not allow the past to influence or define what what that future will be that's the whole thing around it to me it just it shouts out the idea that like you said just come back to the present focus think mm. and then say to yourself hey past <laughs> um i see you mm. and i'm going to learn from you i'm going to see what happened i'm going to learn from that but i'm not going to be stuck there i'm not going to allow it to to keep me there because that's what i see what people do is they get stuck and they stay there and they speak about it and then it just sort of like cycles back to 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 history almost so it's like this this debilitating yeah. cycle yeah. that keeps reoccurring so so that's what it, what sort of means to me and then also when you when you say that the when you when you focus on your future in a way that it it should inspire you so it's going to pull you forward in a way it's going to show you the blueprint if you have that focus if you have that that inspiring vision of yourself and it's going to compel you to look forward look back and learn and just be present and move forward yeah, step yeah. by step as you mentioned taking small little steps as you leap take those little leaps of faith beautiful man yeah. love it so yeah the last thing i want to wrap up with is the three impact questions so it's just three short questions so people can have something to take away after this discussion there's been so much but what i want people yeah. to take is after listening to this episode just go and think about these three questions and take like one thing one thing from each to just say what can i now do like right i get it i understand mm. but like what is the next step because so many times we listen to things we 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 read a book we do a course someone gives us advice yeah. um you know whatever how, however information comes to us we just sit there and we passive about it we don't take active we don't make that decision to do something about it and change your actual belief your reality yeah so let's get to the three questions so it's it's very cool. short to the point uh, number 1 is what can and it might be something from from this episode but but right after this after this discussion what can anyone that's listening do like what is that one small action item that someone can do after this this discussion to become a leader in their own right okay um i think it's looking at introspecting and looking at yourself and realizing who you are and what what gifts and values that you can add to the world and really focusing on adding and giving of yourself with regards to that you don't have to be the most talented in everything or whatever but or the best speaker or or whatever 
but looking at yourself and seeing, okay, this is who I am. This is what I'm good at. And using the gifts that you've been given by God to add value into people's lives. That's what it's, that's what it's all about. That's what leadership is all about. Really giving of yourself to uplift and build up other people so that they can ultimately be great and give of themselves. It's about cultivating and developing other people. So cultivate and develop other people with what you've been given and what you are good at. Awesome. And then second question is just what can people, like what is one thing that people can stop doing that is limiting them from being authentic? I think you've got to, I actually, this is actually quite interesting because I read a a Facebook (laughs) post that I posted like two or three years ago. Um, over a conversation of myself. And I'm just going to read it to you quickly because I think it really adds some value in that regard. So it says, do. So it says when, when your creativity is blocked by what other people think, you'll always overthink yourself. So don't be scared. Be different. Leave your mark. So it's all focused on really not allowing people's opinions of you to cripple you um, and disable you, but rather... Focus on who you are and how you can ultimately leave your mark. Because I think the problem a lot of people face is that a lot of people have a lot to say about them, right? And a lot of people say the negative. So it's actually, mm. it's, you've got to focus on silencing those voices and really stop overthinking and doubting yourself and just actually do, just do. Uh, it's a scary thing. It's a scary thing at first, but literally... Just taking action, taking control of your life, and ultimately taking that first step. Because once you take that first step, you're going to start developing momentum. Third question is, what is one character trait from successful leaders out in the world that we can embody today to become better leaders? I think I I mentioned it earlier, and uh, that's integrity. Um, because integrity is mainly focused on identity, right? Integrity is not focused on what people mm. say or do, right? But it's really focused on who I am, what I believe, what I stand for, even when people aren't watching. Because I think today a lot of people are putting on a performance to fit in or be accepted or approved by others. But if you stand on integrity, you're mainly focused on st- setting a standard and holding on to your core values, even if it means you might be the unpopular one in your group. Because true change only happens when somebody violates the status quo, right? Um, And really goes above the status quo. That's where change and great things happen. So it's really standing on who you are and walking in integrity day in and day out, even if it means that people might not necessarily um, like you. It's not, it's not about being liked. It's about shaping and changing the future and shaping and changing people's lives. Um, and if you walk in integrity, I think that's where a lot of, that's where you, you can ultimately change a lot. Eh? Yeah. I recently actually started reading a book and it's called people powered and it teaches how to, how to develop communities. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm saying this because it resonates with your last point. Um, it talks about the 10 culture cores, uh, sort of like the cause of what culture is built out of and made up of. And the, the point six, and I've got it here on my desk, it says, point six says, 
be a leader. Don't be afraid of unpopular decisions. Sure. And I think that exactly what you just said yeah. is, and that's the only thing they say about leadership mm. in this entire thing, yeah. like for these 10 culture cores. And I think that's just so nice how it aligns with what you guys are doing, mm. how other people, this is an American book, how people from overseas are also just discovering this or, or, or highlighting this idea around, you know, be the leader, um, get in front of people, but then be work with integrity and don't be afraid to, to be the guy that not everyone exactly. likes. Cause that's gonna, that's, that's authentic, man. That's, that's to me also, that is the one trait Well, that is one of the like top two or three traits that inspires me. If people do that, I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's the guy. That's the person. I love him. Like he's inspiring. He's wanting to make me a better person at the end of the day. And now I feel like I can go out and Definitely. make a difference just because of how someone else stood up and how they approached life. So thank you for all of this. Thank you for all the information. Thank you for the discussion. Where can people get hold of you if they want to chat a little bit to you or perhaps just follow you to see what you guys are doing with the SBK Leadership Academy? Okay, so on all social media platforms, you can follow the SBK Leadership Academy. So it's at SBK Leadership Academy. Um, if you'd like to follow me personally or get in contact with me, I'm at Simpiwe Petros. So if you're still listening, thank you for following all the way through. I'm going to add those show notes. I'm going to add those links into the show notes of this episode. You can go and follow Simpiwe and his academy and see what they, what they are doing and how they are changing lives in, in our youth. And I love it. And how they are creating the leaders of tomorrow, as we would say. So just a closing question, Simpiwe, and that is, I guess for, for those that don't get it yet, but how would you like to inspire, empower, or impact the world? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I would love to inspire, impact, and empower the world to realize that everybody has the ability to leave their mark, whether it's in a big way or in a small way. We've all the, got the ability in us to impact and change the lives of other people, even if it's just one person. So go out there and leave your mark on that one person because that one person's life being changed means the world. Absolutely love that. I just got goosebumps as you said that. So if you're still listening and you don't believe that, go and listen to that part over and over and over and over again until it starts making sense and so you start seeing that in your own life. So yeah, once again, Simpiwe, thanks for thank you for being on the show. I would just like to take this time to just quickly acknowledge you and for acknowledge for what you guys are doing in society. Thank you for being the leader in society. Thank you for leading and creating leaders uh, within our next generation. And I absolutely love that. And I also would like to just thank you for exemplifying authenticity, uh, courage, compassion, all those beautiful traits, uh, just by inspiring others to to act and cause uh, an impact in this country, on this continent, and in this world. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Chris. Awesome. So I'll chat to you soon. Have a good one, and good luck with COVID-19. <laughs> All right. You too, brother. Keep rolling. Cheers. Wow, wow, wow. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode as much as I did and you've got a new perspective on servant leadership and perhaps a few principles that you can go and think about to perhaps apply them in your own academy, in your own life, in your own community or even at home, perhaps even in your own leadership style. 
and also how you can perhaps look at your life differently in, in, the, in respect to living it unplugged. So just living it aligned with your own values and your own dreams and your own purpose and your own visions to be able to be actually to be able to to move towards a better version of yourself and make a bigger impact in humanity like i mentioned before this this podcast is about growing your mindset it's about looking at new perspectives it's about you know engaging in positive impactful meaningful work and also just expanding your potential so you can impact the world better and larger so if any of these things resonated with you, I'm going to invite you to join our online community, which is just at this point, it's on Facebook, vibrant community where we take these discussions further and that's where we implement things, that's where we work on ourselves, that's where we take the discussions further. That community is called Hive Mind. You can go into Facebook, just search Hive Mind, all exploring possibility or expanding your potential, you'll be or the group will be popping up on your feed. So just go and check that out or perhaps just let me know how the episode went. Let me know if you learned anything new today. That's it for today and I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I'll see you guys in the next episode of Exploring Possibility and don't be afraid to go and explore and find those possibility, guys. Keep expanding your potential. Cheers.